Welcome to the Because Podcast. I'm Ana Layada, and today we're exploring three things that keep millennial talent in your workplace. The Because Podcast is about engaging the hearts, the minds, and the spirits of people in the workplace. We explore how, across the generations, we can create workplaces that work. Today, we're going to look at three things that keep millennial talent in your workplace. We're going to take a look at feedback, career pathing, and mentorship that fosters their because. First, let's start with feedback. Feedback is one of those things that people can oftentimes come in conflict across the generations. Our traditionalists would have said, if I'm not yelling, you're not in trouble. That's the traditionalist code. They thought that not yelling was enough feedback. You wanted to duck and cover if they started yelling because now you knew something was wrong. Our baby boomers knew that not yelling Well, that wasn't quite enough feedback. They had 80 million peers that they were competing against. So our baby boomers thought it was quite an asset when they got the annual review put in place. They thought it was a huge win. Once a year, you'd sit down, you'd be in a suit, they'd be in a suit, there'd be a desk between you. And on the desk would be reams of stats and data and facts about how you were doing, where you were ranking against your peers. The traditionalists, they'd taken a lot of military training and they brought it right into the workplace. So it was stacking and ranking against each other. And the baby boomers thought, you know what? At least we know in documentation how we're doing against our peers. So once a year, you went through the rigmarole. You went through the rite of passage. Now our Gen Xers came along and once a year wasn't quite enough. Gen Xers don't like to admit it, but they grew up a little neurotic. They spent the least amount of time of any generation with adults. They spent a lot of time alone. As that first generation of latchkey kids, they let themselves in after school, made their own after school snack. And if they were connected to anything, it was maybe to a computer that plugged into the wall, not even the internet yet. So there was a lot of time alone without feedback. Now, when they got into the workplace, they were kind of behind the baby boomers, 80 million. So they needed feedback right after their performance, right specifically after they did something. They wanted to know authentically, how did I do? No fluffery or puffery, but they wanted it off the cuff from the hip. They didn't need it to be sugary. They just needed it to be real. And then come our millennials who grew up with baby boomer parents, the first generation of pop psychology, who said, I'm okay, you're okay. I'm just so proud of you for trying, not even getting the job done, just trying. See, boomers decided that they wanted to make sure that their millennial kids had unlimited self-esteem. And this became a bit of a problem because they created an expectation for our millennials of constant and ongoing feedback. So when the millennials entered into the workplace, they were looking for frequent feedback. In high school, they got reports basically once a week telling them how they were doing. Now, if you think that's bad, behind them come the globals. That's the name I've coined for the generation after the millennials. The placeholder name you probably hear a lot is Gen Z, but they, in every aspect of their life, see themselves as global citizens. So we've called them the globals. Now, our globals are growing up with apps that tell their parents on a day in and day out basis how they're doing. In fact, by the time they get home, their parents have got the whole read in from their teachers. And so the globals are going to expect even more feedback than the millennial. 
but we're talking about the millennials for the most part right now in the workplace. So when it comes to feedback, our millennials are really looking for something that gives them a sense about how they're doing on a daily basis. They don't want to get to the end of the month or six months or even a year and find out that they've been doing it wrong because that's a waste of time. So it can be a big challenge for our Gen Xers who said, no one gave me that kind of feedback. And our baby boomers who said, once a year should be good. So how are you giving feedback right now? We're going to talk about some examples of feedback in upcoming podcasts. But for right now, the basic of if you're not doing it weekly or at least once a month, you're going to be doing exit interviews much sooner than you like. That brings us to career pathing. Career pathing is an ongoing dialogue about what's happening now and what's possible next. It's one of those things that doesn't just start at the annual review. It actually starts in the interview. You see right now, millennials come into the workplace as talent. This is not their final destination. They're very clear that they have opportunities. And this is one opportunity to expand their skill set. They're looking for what they can learn here that can take them anywhere. So as you engage with your millennial talent, they want to have a two-way conversation. They want to share about their hopes, their dreams. They want to share their because. They want to talk about what is it that they have as a dream, a cause that's worth giving their being to while they're with you. This is a co-created conversation. If you're not engaging in the conversation with millennials about what is it that they're up to that's worth their time, their spirit, their energy, they're not going to be with you very long. And that conversation isn't just a one-time conversation. That conversation is one time a month or one time a week. It's something that you consistently check in with them. Now, it doesn't have to be an hour-long conversation. It might be the first couple of times, maybe even the first couple of months. But if you're consistently engaging in that dialogue about you're here, where would you like to go from here, and you're mapping out the resources and you're mapping out the opportunities they have to move forward, you'll find that that path becoming clear is what keeps them here. And that brings us to number three, mentorship. Mentorship that fosters their because becoming a reality in the world. It's not just being a coach. It's actually being a mentor. One who listens, asks the questions, and helps them map out the resources forward. It's really important that millennials have mentors. It's important that everyone has mentors. Our baby boomers dreamed of mentors. Our Gen Xers desired mentors, but our millennials demand mentors. It's part of their generational code. It's part of the DNA. They grew up with fans, advisors, coaches, cheerleaders, and parents that were BFFs. So as they come into the workplace, they look for a mentor that brings that all together, that can help them understand what you're doing now and how it builds on your future. Organizations that have really strong mentorship programs have longer tenures of top talent millennials. And it's not just something that you can pay lip service to. It's one of the things that organizations that are in the best companies to work for and the fastest growing companies have robust mentorship programs that foster the spirit, 
foster the possibility and foster the future of their top talent. So what can you do now that can help feedback increase, career pathing be a natural part of the day in, day out life of your talent and mentorship that gives people the opportunity to see a path forward that keeps them here with you for the future. Thanks for joining me today for this installment of the Because Podcast. I'm Ana Layada.